Hello, dear Forecast listeners. It's me, JM. This week's episode, I'd like to share with you some thoughts on imposter syndrome. Sure, lots of people have imposter syndrome. They feel like they're not qualified for what they do or that they themselves are incompetent. And usually this is not the case. They are, in fact, quite competent. But some of us, and I think you know who you are, are truly incompetent and really bad at what we do. For this episode, Nigel very kindly wanted to do an interview with me. And uh, so we did that. And I, in a stunning display of incompetence, instead of recording my own audio, recorded Nigel's audio. So I have two copies of Nigel's audio. And I just... God, I'm bad at my job. So, I will now be re-listening to Nigel's audio and uh, pretending that it's all happening in the moment and doing my best to react and say the things that I said the first time in this very special episode of the Devolver Digital Forecast. In the words of Nigel Lowry. Boy, I hope this works. Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, JM. Oh, and I'm Nigel? That's right, you're Nigel. Was something? Okay, yeah, there we go. I'm yeah, Nigel. you nailed it. Jared's not here. Normally, Jared says something. Well, Jared's not fucking here, okay? And yep. I'm new, so... Yeah, well, you did fantastic. Continue. With the intro. That's it. That's the intro. It's it's up to you now. Okay, your... cool, cool. All right. Hey, how's it going, JM? It's good, Nigel. How are you? Good. So we're 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 flipping the script this week a little bit. Getting a little we're zigging mm-hmm. while they're zagging, as they say in business. Um mm-hmm. this week I will be interviewing you. Mm-hmm. And instead of the forecast, I was thinking we call it something different. And I'm gonna make that up now. It's gonna be called the hot seat with Nigel B. Lowry, okay? Okay. Um, and the hot is spelled H-A-W-T, so it's not like the traditional H-O-T. It's no. H-A-W-T. Okay. So you're on the hot seat with Nigel B. Lowry. <laughs> and I want to put the middle initial in there because uh, it seems like a like it's a powerful. cool thing to do. It makes me sound more intelligent. Yeah. So are you ready? Yeah. Are you Wait, yeah. hold, shut up. I'm in the host. I didn't ask you a question. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but but I prefer you don't speak unless I ask you a question. This is this is not this is not your forecast anymore. This is the people's forecast. Okay. Okay. That was a question. I said okay. Okay. There you go. So how are you, Jam? I'm doing all right, Nigel. How are you? Um, just for context, I'm staring at the main menu for Call of Duty, so my computer doesn't crash. No other <laughs> questions. So, um, you have been doing the forecast for how long now? John Michael. Two and a half years? A year? Two years? Two and a half years? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And I wanna I wanna I wanna dive into that. I wanna dive into the forecast. <laughs> Can you give me the genesis of the idea? What sparked this cultural entertainment revolution that is the forecast? Well, a couple of years ago we were at one of the Devolver retreats and and Robbie and I were lying in, in bunk beds and Robbie said do you want to do a podcast and I said yeah okay and he said cool and and that's that's how we began to do the the, the podcast I okay. came up with the name for okay so so it was Robbie's idea totally Robbie's idea so you yeah. just kind of a hanger on type of thing mm-hmm. it's just you're riding the wake of Robbie's idea here that you had no mm-hmm. con- like contribution to the, the genesis of this I came up with the name forecast if that counts okay 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 that's good well I think our our listeners will probably notice a recurring theme of Jim just taking other people's ideas and making them better all right <laughs> so 
the first forecast, do you remember what that was, what the, who the guest was or what it was about? Or was there, there was, even a guest? Yeah. There, there was no guest in the first episode. Uh, it was a list episode. I, I remember that much, but I, I, the only thing I really remember is that I talked about... Oh, so you phoned Yoshi's... it in. Okay, go ahead. Please continue. <laughs> I talked about Yoshi's cloaca um, and educated people on, on what Yoshi's cloaca... Well, what a cloaca is in the first place and then posited that Yoshi probably mm-hmm. has one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the most I remember about that particular episode. Uh, yeah. Yep. Like, it was, yep. Mm. I don't remember what I said last time. I'm okay, sorry. So recording we're going to do what we in the industry call is a reset. What does cloaca mean for those of the, the, the new people? You're gathering new listeners all the time. Sure. Uh, hey, new people. For those of you who don't know, cloaca is a part of a bird that is, that's where they poop, pee, and mm-hmm. fire eggs out of. <clears throat> and that's, that's just the get out. Mm-hmm. That's yes. just how it works on birds. So Yoshi probably does the same thing. That's my, is my position there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did I say the first Does time? Does that give you sexual satisfaction, thinking about that? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, not particularly, no. I'm not into bird sex. Uh, but I'm sure for for someone who is, what did I even reply to that? Hey, a little follow-up question. Are you a bird? I'm not a bird. I am not a bird. Um, I'm a bloke. Um, yeah, yeah, I think okay. I made a minute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to just going down to my, uh, robust list of questions here and kind mm-hmm. of marking through all the bird related questions. Cause I, I had a lot of those. Oh shit. Had most of those, to be honest with you, let's just turn the page. Okay. So you <laughs> did the first forecast. It was just you and Robbie mm-hmm. and Robbie uh, has abandoned the forecast for mm-hmm. what I can only imagine sexual deviancy. Um, and then Jared came on. When did Jared join the forecast? Um, the beginning of 2022, I think, was, uh, yeah, when he started, like the end of 2021, beginning of 2022, I think. Okay. And didn't he bring any animal-related orifice talk to the table at all? He didn't. No. Not to my recollection. Okay. Got to say, this is a lot of my questions was based around this, uh, <laughs> but continue. Uh, Jared joined and it's, it's, you know, he, he's been the, the host, co-host of the forecast ever since. Yeah. That's, yeah. I've, I've sat down and had that conversation with him many a time, even showed him mine, but still. <laughs> I don't know it. what I said. Okay. So time. you so far have done, how many forecasts have you done thus far? This would be the 139th episode if it were if it were a forecast, but obviously it won't be a forecast. It's the hot seat with Nigel Lowry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see what the numbers are because uh, I, I feel like this is going to eclipse all 147 episodes with viewership or sorry, mm-hmm. listenership. It's listener. Yeah. It's listenership. Yeah. So would in the history of the forecast and and just to give you a sneak peek, this whole thing isn't going to be about the forecast, but. Okay. In the forecast, what has been your like some of the more memorable guests, or who are like maybe I should say not more memorable, surprisingly memorable, surprisingly entertaining guests? I know I can think uh, of one, but I want to see if we have common common uh, thoughts here. So this is the part where I admit that I don't remember most of the episodes of the forecast, um, and I uh, but uh, Brian uh, yes, Chadwick. That was comes what I was going to say. Brian was interesting. Because he yeah. doesn't look interesting, you know? And he doesn't usually <laughs> sound interesting and generally isn't interesting. But mm-hmm. he was surprisingly interesting on the forecast. Yeah, he was. Very interesting. Uh, we've had a lot of really interesting guests and, and a lot of really yeah, wonderful moments. That legal but charm. But he does. He's got a great yeah, charm, yeah. yeah. And who else? Uh, who else? Who else was interesting? Oh, gosh. I mean, so many people. Yeah, of course, um, obviously. You, yes, of course. Is that what I said last time? I don't know what I said. Uh, Danny was the first guest on the forecast. Uh, Clara like talked about poop a lot, but she doesn't like to look at poop. Right. Um, I just don't remember a lot of trance. Yeah, I just I just black out during the shows, though. I really don't remember anything. I'm in the present moment, and I just kind of black out. Uh, so I, I don't know anything that happens in the podcast, which is a shame because people talk about really yeah, interesting. There's gonna be a lot here. So good mm. luck with that, future JM. 
So on the forecast, um, you dive a lot into games, Devolver mm-hmm. games, other games, personal topics. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you've gotten into in the forecast that was more fruitful in conversation than you ever expected? Again, yeah, I don't really uh, remember anything, but I know there's plenty of episodes where we start talking about random shit. We talked about JoJo with uh, Dennis a lot. I remember that one now, but I didn't remember it the first time we talked, so I don't know what your reaction is going to be. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, I don't know. The conversations take a turn a lot of the time, and it's it, it's it's a lot of fun. But I am totally present, and I don't remember anything from these conversations. It's uh, troubling. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a it's it's weird. That's right. It, yep, that's right. It is yeah. weird. Recording of Nigel. That's that's an excellent plug. <laughs> I love so that. Bad. Good job. My that's job. brand synergy right there. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pivot <laughs> topics a little bit, Jim. Is that okay with you? Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna just move off of that and probably edit out everything all together. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about let's learn about the host of the forecast. Okay. John Michael Speck. And where were you born? North Texas. Right. I think I knew that. I definitely knew that, but I've since forgotten that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you were in Texas. So you're, you're a Texan like myself. Yes, sir. That's impressive. And then Thank you, you were in Austin for how long? 11 years. Wow. That's a good amount of time. And then from Austin to the Seattle area, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And how and 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 what what is it uh, what is it that drove you to Seattle? Did you hate us uh, in Austin? Was it the heat? Was it's it the tacos. Heat. It's the heat. Yeah. It's the summer. That's I don't miss point. Texas. Yeah, Texas summers are fucking brutal. I miss the people in Austin, but was... and the winters are bad now too, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, uh, <clears throat> not great. I mean, yeah. if you're into losing power, it's cool, but like. Uh... If you're not into losing power, then it's just not, it's not comfortable. Yeah. So you are Texan for most of your adult life or most of your life period. And then yeah. you've moved in Seattle. What are you, what are you digging about Seattle? I love the mountains. I love seeing the mountains. I love turning a corner and seeing mountains. It brings me so much joy. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's just, they're just fucking majestic. Uh, and the summers are easy. They're so easy. Oh um, no. You still Oh there? no, what? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, is this where we disconnected for a bit? Jim, are you there? I'm here, oh. Nigel. Recording of Nigel. Oh, okay. There so you are. At my job. I, hey. think, I think the Call of Duty run, running in the background has caused a problem. But we, you know, we're ex- going to keep continue. We're going to continue is this, on. Is this where you explain the Call of Duty a... part? Where I make you explain the Call of Duty yeah, part? Can, okay. Yeah. You know what? Let's first of all, <laughs> let's. This will roll. This is pretty. This is related. Um. Our sponsor, we wanted to give a shout out to our sponsor, which is uh, NZXT, a PC <laughs> manufacturer, mm-hmm. um, in which I bought a very high-end $30,000 PC with just mm-hmm. all the bells and whistles. So I could record Devolver Digital video game footage at an alarming uh, resolution and frame rate, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it crashes a lot for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've taken it to two different computer repair shops. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them says we can find no issues with any of your hardware nor software. It, we mm-hmm. have no idea what it is. Um, but the one consistent thing is it will not crash if I'm playing Call of Duty or any other AAA games. I think it's kind of a snob because if I play <laughs> indie games or try and watch Twitch, um, or kind of do some work on my OnlyFans page, it will crash. Um, if it's playing... Like just watching Twitch, it'll crash. Yeah, just watching if, I, videos. if I watch a YouTube video for more than five minutes or watch Twitch, uh, it crashes. Uh-huh. So it's, it's, very, it's weird. So again, shout out to NZXT, who would not refund me my money. Uh, again, great sponsor <laughs> of the show, great contributor to the art, uh, really terrible computer company, though. And mm. they won't refund your money, despite uh, lots of proof that the, the computer is a piece of shit. <laughs> so anyways, um, I've now minimized Call of Duty and I'm staring at, a, at our other sponsor, Audacity, which has so far been just a pleasure to work with. Is this the part where so, I ask you to clarify? Get, where were we? Wait, no, go ahead. Sorry, please go ahead. 
Well, because because it's not just that like the games are running, but just having the AAA games running yeah. in the background makes the computer not crash. Correct. This is what you're telling me before we started the call a week ago when we recorded this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair. I've also oftentimes uh, needed to uh, like update a patch to one of our games, like Wizard with the Gun, an upcoming game from a Galvanic Games, launching later this year. Um, I Wish needed to update a very large patch uh, to play that, and you uh, could not get through the, downloading that patch unless. I had the Call of Duty playing in the background. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> that's why you. Buy, that's why you have a forty Nvidia forty eighty, so you can and a, a massive C, uh, CPU from Intel and mm-hmm. all the RAM uh, a young man could enjoy is so that you can run Call of Duty in the background while doing your actual work. It's while doing what you ridiculous. need to do. Yeah. yeah, that's a good. You know, sorry, babe, I gotta run Call of Duty. I think I made a joke about that. Like, you just have to have Call of Duty on. So, yeah. sorry, I got to be playing Call of Duty. I don't remember what I said last time, Nigel. Right. Well, I'm trying. Bless my heart, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, I'm going to have a heart attack, and my wife's going to be in here trying to, like, get on AOL to call the AOL ambulance. Oh, yeah. And it just keeps crashing. As I'm like yeah. bleeding out or dying, yeah. and and I'm just like Call right. of Duty, and she's like, "No, not right now, Nigel. You're not like, no, no." Because that's the only Call thing that keeps Duty. your com- the only thing that keeps your computer Anyways, running. It's so yeah. stupid, but you know what? You know what it's good for my Call of Duty career because it it there hums. It, it absolutely hums. Yeah, 150 frames a second. <laughs> uh, I don't get any kills, but it looks good when I get when I die. Nice. Um, so if you it. have recommendations for computers. Uh, please visit us at discord dot something slash slash devolver digital and go to the Nigel's computer channel mm-hmm. discord dot gg slash devolver digital and go to the Nigel's computer channel there and give your recommendations on good companies I should buy computers from because NZXT ain't one of them. <laughs> so uh, thanks for the sponsor. Um, back to let's dis- let's discuss JM as a person, as an entity, as a legend, mm-hmm. as an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you, how did you start at Devolver Digital? Because frankly, I don't remember. I was friends with Mike on Facebook, still am, uh, but from the the Austin High movie. And one day he posted about okay. uh, a, somebody helping at a show at uh, South by Southwest. And I had just quit my job. At, oh, Peche, oh, yeah. shitty mm-hmm. bar. Uh, it's a good bar, but the owner is a fucking sociopath, whatever. Piece of shit. Um, and so I was like, yeah, yeah, but also a sponsor, so we're good. Go ahead. Yeah, they're also a sponsor. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and so I just left there, and I was like, I can talk about video games. So I was the first to reply to Mike, and then I went and showed games with you. Right. Uh, and yeah, we were All showing right. Hotline Miami, Luftrousers, and another yeah. game that I didn't remember during the show, but I now remember is Dungeon Hearts. But this is the part where uh-huh. you and I try to remember the name of uh-huh. Dungeon Hearts. Um, and, uh, yeah, got, you know, got to show off those games uh-huh. and, uh, Adrian, Adrian Yoga, another sponsor of the forecast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yoga with Adrian. She's like one of the most famous yoga with Adrian people. Yeah. In the world now. And, but yeah, she was showing off dungeon hearts and we were just being, having a good yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember what I said. Oh, uh, do you? Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I'm just. We're gonna move on because I forget the name. Um, it's Dungeon Hearts. So that started your career at Devolver Digital in this special yes, kind of ops, uh, multitasking event, kind yeah. of uh, front of silo of Devolver Digital because you've yeah. been become indispensable at events. Uh, everything from interviews mm. to funny stunts. <laughs> to hooking up HDMI cables or replacing HDMI cables, mm-hmm. um, because you, you're quite the events person now. Can you tell us more about what you do and what you like about events? Sure, I love events. Um, it's, I mean, I I was in the service industry for ten years, so interacting with people, having the just 
responding to things going on around me is really nice. Like, and, you know, making sure the computers are working is, is great. And, and being snarky with people and charming and having fun. And, and I don't know, it's, it's so much of the joy. Mm -hmm. And then we get to do so many weird Mm -hmm. stunts and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. Like, I really like having fun with people and, um, just being present. That's, that's where I'm happiest. Uh, and so hooking up the computers feels good. Like my, I don't remember if this is the part where I talked about, like, I grew up like with computers my whole life and my dad Maybe. was always, did I, did I say this last time? My dad helped me build computers or he would build computers. So I learned how to do that. And so hooking the things up is, you know, fun for me. And it feels like really like it's tactile work, which is more satisfying to my Puritan mindset. Um, man, I went on a whole speech right here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and getting to do shows, getting to do interviews, dress up and do silly shit is also just, it's me all over. I love getting to do it. Um, I kind of miss the carnival barker aspect of that first well, South by Southwest. Hmm. Oh, I don't, I don't know what I said. The computer. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can help you build the computer. And that's where I'm talking about you later when it doesn't work. work. Yeah. That's great. Then I'm, yeah, then I'm, that can become a sponsor. So we've had forecast. a lot of good times at shows together. Give me a couple of good memories, not necessarily with me, although those are completely valid, but what, we what, did what the... are the things you love about the Devolver shows? What do you remember? Okay. I think the first one I mentioned was that time that we were doing, there's the XSplit stage. Cause we used to do a bunch of stuff with XSplit and we would also like play other people's games. So we were playing arena gods with Mark, whose name I didn't remember yeah, the first time. I'm staring at one this. right now. You're staring at Mark right now? Damn it. I don't know what you're staring at right now that I said last time. But, uh, oh, the hats. Oh, getting people to do dumb shit for the hats. That was so fantastic. A guy rolled his face in bread. One guy sang, the first guy ever to get one of the hats from us, like, sang a heartfelt rendition of Metallica's (laughs) Fuel. Um, So getting people to do stuff for the hats was really great. Yeah, the foam hats. People wanted those, and they'd come up, and we weren't selling them, but we would give them to people who did things to entertain me and Jared and Anna. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the, the arena gods thing, yeah. uh, you know, we played, we did, what was that other game? Um, we did, uh, we would just play other people's games on our streams cause we would have the X split stage set up the whole time. Oh, we Mark, kinda... he now is with Dodge Roll, you know that? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mark with Dodge Roll, uh, was doing arena gods and we did that big, like just playing arena gods and having a tournament and it was just a lot of fun getting to like do that. Um, just, just goofy, fun, yeah. uh, stuff like that. Yeah. It feels really good. And then the Twitch stuff. Is this the part where I reminded right. you about the hundred Hulk Hogan's yet? It's so hard trying to do this. <laughs> God damn it. I don't remember that. The hundred Hulk Hogan's. Yeah. It was with, oh, it was with John Carnage. I just saw a picture of me dressed as Hulk Hogan. I was like, what was that about? <laughs> That's what it was about. I'm not kidding. I just nice. saw it on Instagram. Every yeah. time I forget it, I go through every single one of my Instagram posts just to kind of judge them in my mind slowly, one at a time. Mm. It takes about an hour and a half. Yeah. But I saw that one, and I was like, oh, why was I dressed as that? Because the comment was something about doing something for work. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. I realize it's a TwitchCon. That's hilarious. What was that yeah. for? It was uh, John Carnage who had like a That's wrestling right. ring, and he had like kaiju That's wrestling. That's right. And they wanted us to come out, and we came out as the 100 Hulk Hogan's. The 100 Ho- Hulk Hogan's right. or something like that. Oh, so that's we right. We were like, a, there was a whole room. That's right. Yeah, it was very Man, silly. Remember when Twitch used to have the booths at PAX, and we would have like devs go up and give interviews? Uh-huh. That I was do awesome. Miss that. I loved doing I that. Why don't they that do felt... that anymore? Because it cost a million dollars to make that booth, I bet. Probably. That was fun, though. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. We were just, I love. What? Yeah, I wish we could do yeah. that again because it was good exposure for them too. Oh, it was yeah, great um, for the devs. Cool. Yeah. So, what is your favorite of the shows? Did you have a favorite one that like you definitely look forward to every year? PAX. I mean, E uh, three, uh, of course, and then PAX South uh, was yeah. always my favorite. PAX. Agreed. That was but the best. E- yeah, E3 was great too. I can't remember which one you're responding to. Uh, but was. like the parking lot at E3, you were? Yeah, it was very summer camp. It's everyone kind of like way too close quarters. Oh, E3, uh, yeah. The chef, the chef there was awesome though, especially towards the end when we had the really good chef. Mm-hmm. She made yeah. amazing food. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was also a lot of danger. Uh, was <laughs> that exciting? That much mostly danger. in retrospect. It wasn't danger. Jam. There was a lot of danger. <laughs> 
there's a lot of danger. I don't. I, I never remember felt one year there was literally a helicopter, a police helicopter, hovering a hundred feet above the mansion with a spotlight in the next door in the yard yeah, next door. But, but it, we managed. We managed to hide you, so it was fine. Yeah, but still, can you imagine if I got caught? <laughs> I would have to relive the fugitive. Me and T Tommy yeah. Lee Jones is after me. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was fun though, but it, yeah, it was. But I, I don't dismiss the danger. It was dangerous. Sure. <laughs> it's dangerous, but it was yeah. fun. Uh, and then Pax South, I guess is this is when I bring yeah. up Pax South. Well, all, why do they? Why, why does God take all the good ones? You know. I know. Yeah, it's also gone because it was so tiny. What kind of loving God would take Pax South and Ethan <laughs> from us? <laughs> yeah, just a regular God, I guess. Pax South was fun, but it wasn't exactly. Big, but it was fun because it was so close to us, and it was yeah. super chill. And the hotel yeah. was awesome, and the bar at the <sighs> hotel was awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And remember those mm -hmm. people? Remember those people showed up as Nazis one time? Like yes, I do remember Full blown that. dressed as Nazis. Yeah, and was it even girlfriend. for a game? I think they just dressed as Nazis, and that was no, very weird. I think weird. they were just pieces of shit. I think he was just a shitty dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were on the exploit stage. We were talking about more cred. You, me, and uh, Chris. <gasps> That's right. Yeah, and the Nazi uh, showed up. Things got real. By. Yeah, yeah, that was before. The, like, That's right? That's <laughs> they were right. everywhere. Yeah, I really, I really look. I believe I did. I believe I told you did him confront him, or they were. Yeah. Anyways, you I did something. Know. Yeah, but I you, agree. You, it kind of made me mad. You, no, yeah, as it should. People shouldn't be doing that shit. But yeah, you went and confronted him, and then I told the camera that. Oh, that's right. Bitches. All right. So we're going to pivot again. This conversation okay. is a dynamic conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you're also, I can tell, a lover of a great deal of types of games. Um, I've had mm -hmm. uh, a good... We should do it more often because we ha I think we have a shared love for Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm -hmm. And we played Red Dead Redemption online together a few times. Uh, mm -hmm. Not to great success. I mean, like, technically it ran fine. But mm -hmm. I feel like... Um, we didn't get through a lot of missions, uh, maybe because of our partners. But tell me about the games you like. You seem to have a pretty eclectic, wide-ranging uh, taste in games. Yeah, I do. I like all kinds of games. I used to really be into strategy games more than anything. I used to play the hell out of strategy games. Um, really? And then, yeah. Like what? They just, oh, I don't know, Command & Conquer, Warcraft 2, back when it came out. Dark Reign is one that I really loved way back in the day. Um, and Sins of a Solar Empire was probably the most recent one that I really, really played the hell out of. Um, I don't really do those much anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like all kinds of games. These well, days. got you out of that. Did that whole genre fall off for you or what? They just take so long. They take so long to play and it's just so many hours of just right. what did I just do with my time? And actually like. I think I've said this before, but when I first started Devolver, I had just kind of gotten over my video game addiction. Like, I was playing games less because I was like, right. I'm just spending all my time playing EVE Online. I need to, like, get outside. Uh, and so then I started Devolver, which is kind of funny timing, but it actually helped because then I would just, like, play Devolver games. Like, I'm just going to play Devolver games, and then I don't have to think about what games to play and stuff like that. And it really, really worked out well for me because um, we got a lot of good games. Uh yeah, I don't remember what else I said at this part, Nigel. Do you? Oh, apparently I went on and on. Well, I love yeah, all kinds of games. Yeah, play other games too, you know? Yeah, I should play other games too. Well, I'm playing Elden Ring or played Elden Ring and playing Death right, Stranding right. and stuff like that. Did so. you uh, Did you ever play Dune 2? I didn't It was like not. the first RTS. No, no, it was like the, the RTS one. Okay, no, I haven't played the Dude, RTS. you got to check that out. You yeah. like Dune, right? Yeah, that's fine. Dune's cool. God. All right, so that pivots to another conversation. <laughs> that pivots to another conversation mm -hmm. we're about to have. And this is going to be a tough one. Mm -hmm. uh, you and I oftentimes don't see eye to eye on things that are good. Mm -hmm. You, uh, mm -hmm. There's things that are just subjectively... No, wait, sorry. Objectively good. <laughs> um, and you look at them and say, no, they're not. And you're mm -hmm. wrong, so I want to discuss a little bit about how you're wrong uh, to okay. the wider audience. So let's go through a few of these real quick. Okay. Uh, sure. Lord of the Rings movies. Do you like those? Yes, I do. You do? I, yeah, I do. I just don't like the okay. books because they're boring as hell. 
takes like 144 pages to get out Wait, of the Shire. Wait, you don't like Lord of the Rings books, but you like the movies? Yeah, I don't like the books. They're boring as hell. I have not read the books. I can't, I'm, here, I'm not here to defend the books. Okay. Game of Thrones. I hate the show. Love the books. <laughs> Big Shire. So what oh, is... that's where I said What about Game about of Thrones? I hate the show. Love you the like books. You like the books, but you hate the movies. Yeah. Or the TV... Yeah, you love the books. You hate yeah. the TV show. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And why is that? Um, because of uh, they add something that I came to start calling bonus rape, where they would just add rape and sexual assault of characters just in every fucking episode for no reason, and they just made it just yeah. awful. It's unnecessary. It's gross. Um, yeah. And then they just made, yeah, it's just, that's like the biggest one. They also just made a lot of characters super fucking boring. Um, but like the biggest one is just, yeah, they just, yeah, way gross, way gross. I could like go. Did you watch yeah. House of the Dragon season one? Nope. Nope. Did not watch that. It seems like there's no a lot of, it's not, it doesn't, not, maybe not assault, but it's a lot of uh, pretty grotesque stuff in there that yeah. I'm not sure is in the books. Are there even House of the Dragon books? Is that based on a book? There is a book. Uh, one of my friends got me to read it, and there's there's one disturbing scene, but there's not a lot of super gross stuff or disturbing stuff, so I'm not really sure what they're doing on that show, but probably just making it grosser than it needs to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, and let's, let's get to the big one. Okay. I think we all know what we're talking about here. Uh-huh. Do you know? I know. I know. I know. You're going to say Mad Max Fury Road. Do you know which one I'm talking about, though? One I think you're just... Mad Max Fury Road. It's Mad Max Fury Road. It's Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. Not a fan, correct? Not a fan. No, I am not a fan of that movie. Because it's dumb. I guess I interrupted you here. Is this where I say the thing about the Mario movie that I figured out? Why I don't like it? okay. It's 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 just it's they they it's too Americanized. They Americanized the Mario movie. Is this where I interrupt to talk about the Mario movie and say that the reason I don't like it is because it's not like just insane, nonsensical stuff anymore. They Americanized it and they tried to make it palatable. I can see Americans. that. That's fair because it yeah. made, they made too much sense of what is pretty nonsensical situations. Now, to their defense, they did not bother to try to explain much. Like yeah. it is. Here's Mario. And now he's in the Mushroom Kingdom with his brother. And then here's a bad guy. And that's it. Like, there's not a... I wouldn't call it plot heavy. No, I mean, this is dumb stuff about, like, i got to prove myself to my dad. That's not at all Mario. Um, And the short That was, like, three lines. We were reading too much into that. That was, like, three lines. Come on. Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah, that movie was not great. But I feel like you did... You got into... Yeah, there you go. Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, a lot of people consider it to be a, a classic, and you don't like it, right? It's a cool music video. Okay. I'm not going to argue with this here. The people don't want to hear it. We got a lot of fan feedback that, hey, don't get into Bad Max Fury Road when you talk to JM. It's kind of boring. He's wrong. So let's just move on. Sure. Um, I'm okay. going to hit you with some other things. The collected okay. works of Denis Villeneuve, the, uh, the guy that did Arrival and Blade Runner and Dune the movie. What about, okay, what he, about his collected works? What do you think of that? He did the new Blade Runner? I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the other two I like very much. Um, Arrival's very good. Okay, there you go. So you need to see yeah. Blade Runner then. I, think I guess so. What about Sicario? Have you seen Sicario? No, I haven't. Is it, Should I? I've rewatched Sicario recently because I own it. I'm yeah. a man of... Um, many things and I have purchased the digital rights to view Sicario anytime I want. Mm-hmm. And I do it. I take I take pleasure in that. And that movie's nice. awesome. Nice. You can watch that tonight. I I should have watched uh, it in between recording this and then twelve years old maybe. Wait, what oh the movie's twelve years old. That's yeah. when I asked how old the movie was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Great. There's no Great. aliens in it or anything like that. And no spice okay. melange. But it's still very, very good. Okay, nice. Um, okay, so I think we've established that your taste in like entertainment is just poor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of again want to pivot dynamic conversation, keep the, uh, the listener engaged, right? Mm-hmm. They don't, you, by the time they get bored with one topic, you're moving on to another topic. Um, it's brilliant. I haven't thought about what that topic is yet, so I'm going to take a quick sip of wine. We're all going to take a break. Hold on. 
All right. Um, what is... What do you think the future holds for JM? Oh, right. This part. Uh, I mean, I didn't have a clear answer on this. Wait. Uh, what? I mean, um, is this where I say I, I, I'd like to make video games? I'd like to actually make games is something that I'd like to do. I mean, I don't know about the future. There's so many things up in the air about the future and the way the future is in the world and all that stuff. This is called laying out. I'm laying out on you. You'd like to make a game. All right. Let's do it. Tell me, do you have any game ideas? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's pitch it. There's uh, a research has showed that there's (laughs) thousands of game developers listen to the Nigel... Uh, it was the hot seat with Nigel B. Lowry. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of them looking for game ideas. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to get them here. And I've never really revealed all my game ideas, but I want you to mm-hmm. reveal yours so they can steal okay. it. So let's, let's have a pitch here. Uh, there's a tactics game that I think about a lot uh, that I that I would like to that I would like to make. Uh, did I hem and haw more the first time I did Boring. this? Next. There we go. Okay. Um, uh, an act raiser like there's an act raiser like that i think all right really we're talking cool. let's let's hear more about this okay um it's an act raiser like where it's got two realms you know you've got like the the 2d action and you've got the the god mode mm-hmm. um and this is based on mm-hmm. i was reading a lot of egyptian mythology and stuff like that i i got a pair of books i have several books on egyptian stuff yep. but i got a pair on like history and mythology and there's this really cool pattern and it happens everywhere but like this is where i became aware of it where like you've got like set is like the evil god of egyptian mythology nowadays but like at one point in time he became bad because he was he was just the leader of one group of people they got conquered by another group of people so he became the bad guy in the overall mythology like the raw people conquered the set people and so set became a bad guy and so it would be a game with that incorporates that kind of thing where like the gods like your people's relationship to other nations has an effect of your relationship to other gods and then you like go like after a certain amount of time you go into the underworld to follow Ra's path uh, like along the the river um, and it like would be different paths and stuff like that over mm-hmm. time but like it would have like it would have a boss mm-hmm. fight at the end every time um, and like the things you get in the underworld like you could like get fire and bring the taming of fire to your people in the overworld and things your people do in the overworld affects your strength and power in the underworld. So there's a direct relationship like to, to, that's a very cool idea. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I really want to make that. I think that would be a really cool thing to, uh, to, to create. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. So yeah. Very cool. I like that idea a lot. Thanks. You could see how you could have direct action between the two. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah. Better than yeah. the tactics idea. No one gives a shit about the tax idea. Abandon that right now. Brutal. So brutal. So you would like to? Have you ever just thought about getting into game design classes or sitting down and learning some of these really amazing tools by one of our sponsors, Unreal? Uh, I've learned, I've tried to learn, I've, I've sat down and tried to learn Unity and Game Maker before that. And I, I start for a while and then I, <clears throat> life happens. I end up going to a show and that fucks up all my rhythms and stuff like that. But I, yeah, I would really like to do that sort of thing. Um, right. I, right. I want to get a game design degree or something like that. I don't know. Um, I think it would be cool to like actually know how to do that. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I want to do game jams. I want to do all those things. Um, uh, yeah, just so a now quick I'd... time check. We're going to continue this conversation, but I just noticed Audacity tells me that we've recorded for 37 minutes, and with the disk space that allowed on my NZXT thing, we can we can continue for another four, 471 hours and 50 minutes. So I don't know what kind of time limit you're against, but we have uh, 471 have... hours left to record. I only, have, I only have 47 hours and 18 minutes left. Okay. i write that down so I can... Okay, timestamp. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. What about, um, what other ideas do you have? Do you have one other idea like that you would uh, like to put out there? So that's something for you to game developers, uh, that big journey through the underworld, (laughs) um, by JM. 
Uh-huh. That's one idea you could steal. Give us one other idea we could Don't steal. Don't steal it. Let me play. Uh, okay, so here's the other one that I told you about. It's called Lost Nostromo. Okay. And it takes place between the first Alien movie and the second Alien movie. You play as Ellen Ripley. Mm-hmm. I like and, it. And you basically mm-hmm. are just her trying to live her life uh, after waking up, <clears throat> you know, being woken up out of cryo, finding out your daughter's died of old age or whatever. And, like, you're just the only, like, you're just trying to be her living her life. So you get a job as a load lifter. And a lot of it would be very, like, like RPG kind of, like, interactions, social interactions. But then there'd be, like, these mini games where you're learning how to work a load lifter. And you're moving, you know, boxes around and, and stuff like that. And it's all very mundane stuff, except every once in a while, and you're not really sure when, uh-huh. it's punctuated by these um, traumatic moments where you're getting attacked by aliens. And it's all in her head, of course. Um, but like you, you know, suddenly you're in the load lifter and you're fighting aliens in the docking bay or you're in your, your little apartment and you're like got a chest burster coming out of you and stuff like that. But like at the same time, you're like trying to take care of Jonesy the cat. And you Was she on the Nostromo to... that whole time? No, that's just the title. The Lost Nostromo. I, I think it sounds cool. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, oh, I see. I see. I see. So, yeah. I like it's, that. It's... That's also cool. Thanks. Yeah. You can I talk to good was... people at Fox about getting that license you just need a team yeah to... we've got doing soft that's cool i'm a, i'm yeah. i'm also see that's true we, we acquired them for a reason yeah i uh i also am a fan to a great like like andy kelly our co-worker uh to mm-hmm. an apologetic degree of mm-hmm. the entire aliens franchise <laughs> i find good in all of them yeah um did you did you did you watch prometheus i did did, what did you think sure of Prometheus? Did. It was Damn. unnecessary. It was unnecessary. I didn't care for it. It was kind of, uh, it was, yeah. See, I don't disagree. Yeah. But at the same time, I really, again, I'm an apologist. I really enjoy it. It's got, it's filled with flaws. Yeah. Just overflowing with flaws. Yeah, but I really enjoy it because I like the mythology of it all. I like this engineers. I think yeah. it made me realize it's probably my religion. I don't really have one <laughs> in the sense yeah. that like, but I do think there's like someone did this, someone made us, right? Someone had to, hmm. right? Um, hmm. And I think that, I think that the and the engineer thing is a pretty nice kind of fantasy version or fictionalized version of that. So I'm a big fan yeah. of. Was it Prometheus and Alien Covenant? But they're, again, they're very flawed movies. It's ridiculous yeah. in, in a lot of ways. And the biologists yeah. who were who have who have trained for this mission at the first sight of seeing them mm-hmm. get freaked and run. That was mm-hmm. weird. And then they also mm-hmm. like play with a weird worm. They're like, oh no, it's fine. This this thing that came out of black goo, it's totally fine. I'm a biologist. Yeah, those guys, the guys who like the stay worst. back because they're, they're the too worst. Af- yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, it's cute. Look how beautiful. I'm going to put my face on it. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But I still like the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, there's a lot of things like that that uh, I think I give late, way too much leeway on. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, oh, did I say something um, right here? Maybe. You, just... oh. you know, Oh no, what are we talking about? Oh, right. No, That's right. Time? What was right? Cuz that was is wait, which one is which is the one that was uh it was just called Predator. Oh, Alien versus Predator. Right. I brought I up Alien versus by Predator. That, from Austin. that was that wasn't bad. Yeah, I don't remember that one. You I like know what Alien I re- versus I rewatched Predator. recently. Uh our huh. friend Dean from Beans was in town and we went Dean to dinner. Dean. And had quite a few drinks, mm-hmm. and we were talking about uh, Predator Two. Okay, and we yeah. came back to my place to watch Predator Two. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool, man. I think that's an underrated uh, in that whole Alien yeah. Predator universe. That's an underrated one. Do you remember that one? It had Danny Glover in it. it takes place in New York I... in like the '90s or maybe late '80s. I do. I do remember that. I just rewatched all of the Predator movies after Prey came out. Oh, okay, so, so you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Okay, yeah. Totally. Prey was good. Eh. I thought. Maybe not. No? Eh. Okay. Eh. Okay. Eh. Okay. 
We we found common ground on something one time. I can't I can't remember. What was it? It was. I can't a big remember. Deal. Uh, there was something that came up recently. We both were like, "Yeah, yeah, that was cool." And I was surprised yeah. when you said it was cool. Yeah, you were stunned. I liked it. Um. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. I know. So give me some things. You, what is what? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite movie? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. God, uh, take control of my I... podcast. This is, first of all, this is called. The hot seat with Nigel B. Lowry, okay? So uh-huh. you don't tell me what to do. I don't. But I'm going to let you. I'm going to let okay. you have the conch shell, and you tell me. Great. What did I say? What, what did I say? take the conch shell for? Uh, is this where I start talking about AI for, for no reason or something like that? What am I talking about? The the Alien, one of the Alien versus Predator movies got the vibe right uh, with, like, the guys shit-talking each other. What did I talk about here, Nigel? God damn it. Uh, I just I just keep talking. So what, what, did is, I... what is something that is popular that you like? Oh, oh, it's the oh. Um, you can't say like cereal. Sure. Uh, what are things yeah, that are popular that I like? I talked about how I don't like to dislike things that are, see things when they're coming out because I don't want to be a curm, like seen as a curmudgeon or someone who just doesn't like things because they're popular. But sometimes I just don't like things really? that happen to be popular. I don't know what we're talking about, Nigel. I've lost complete track, but. Uh, what do I like that's popular? I don't know. Ghostbusters? <laughs> I don't even remember what I <laughs> What is going on at this part of the conversation? Why am I so bad at my job? Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I like... I just <laughs> watched that. I just watched that the, this you weekend. Watch that. What was it? What did Very you just entertaining. watch this weekend? Very entertaining. Shit. Never going to watch it again. No desire to watch it again. Very oh, entertaining. Oh, the d movie. Don't yeah, regret the I like decision the D&D at all. Very fun. I like the D&D movie. You know, I like that Chris Pine. He's got yeah, something. Yeah, he's all right. He's Did all you right. like the, Star Trek, the new Star Trek films with Chris Pine? I only saw the first one. It was fine. It was cool. Yeah. Watch this. Watch the second one. The second one is, like, actually really good. Yeah? Okay. Into Darkness has got Benedict Cumberbatch. As Khan, right? He plays. Right? Yeah, he plays, he Khan. plays Khan. Yeah. It's really good. You should watch the second one. Third one's okay. Okay. Um, Second one's good, though. Second one's a good film. You know what I'm saying? Good film. It has no aliens or predators in it, as as far as I know. That's a flaw. They might have been there, technically, but, like, not on screen. They didn't get a lot of screen time. Did you know that in Beetlejuice, Mm -hmm. the character Beetlejuice is only on camera for, like, seven and a half minutes? I can believe that. He's not in the movie very much. Yeah, Hey, you and me, Isn't we shop at the same store. I heard that and then rewatched Beetlejuice, timed it myself on my, on my phone. Yeah. It's like seven and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. This is where I said you and me, we shop at the same store. <laughs> That's there right. I knew I got a lot. Ghost with the most, one. babe. And he, right. it's, is that crazy he's, though? Yeah. The, yeah. The title character. the bad guy. He's barely in the film. Yeah. And he's the bad guy. So, Yeah. Yeah. Dale, what did I say? Guy. I feel like he's he's he had some he had some claim to that house. You know what I mean? Um, I mean they're making yeah. Beetlejuice too. Yeah, nervous about that. Very nervous. Yeah. Very nervous. Yeah. It's giving yeah. me strong Crystal Kingdom skull uh, vibes. Crystal oh, no. skull vibes. Yeah. Oh no, I never saw that. Never will. Right. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Makes me nervous. Is this where I say that it's really good to see Michael Keaton back in action? Because I love. Yeah, Michael you watch Keaton's the original back. Batman and be like, dude, bring this guy back. Yeah. Bring back right? Gung Ho. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Gung Ho with Michael Keaton? Great. No, I saw Johnny Dangerously. Um, no, Gung Ho is, uh, is basically it's an 80s movie, and he is like the manager of the U.S. arm of a, like a a car manufacturer and I think they are bought by a Japanese car manufacturer and they bring over oh. the Japanese team and he has to show the Japanese new Japanese overlords that this this Detroit car plant that he helps run is worthy to keep open or not be replaced uh, by by Japanese workers or something like that and it's it's heartwarming it's great oh okay cool nice yeah 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 it's, also it's very good, good. 
You know who also has had a comeback lately that my wife hmm. and I were, were noticing a comment on? is Hugh Grant. I've seen him in a few movies lately, and yeah. he's very good. Yeah. Yeah. He was in, he was in, he was in, the, he was in Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, he was yeah. in that one. I saw Operation Fortune recently on um, the TV, and okay. that was um, that's a Guy Ritchie film that went straight to home video, not because it was bad, but because there were some political things in there I think they wanted to avoid by putting in the theater. Oh. Um, but it's oh. very good. It's, he, he plays a really good character in that. Nice. Yeah, it's good to see him. I mean, it's not Prometheus good. It's good. Not Prometheus good. Yeah. He, uh... But he, he also cheated like on he Elizabeth Hurley. So. Did do that. Yeah. Yep. Just, yep. Uh, she was my girl. Austin Powers, she was amazing. But, you know, it happens. They fall out of love. It happens. Yeah. Um, do you was, ha- are you dating were... anybody right now? Yes. Are you dating? Any- okay. And do you want to get into this personal co- uh, this personal relationship? Or should we just kind of skirt around that? I mean, not publicly. I mean, Unintended. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's it's okay. That's it's good. fine. Yeah, is marriage is marriage in the works, or what are we thinking here? Uh, I do not care for the concept of marriage. Uh, I feel like I phrased that better the yeah, first thoughts. time, but yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, it just the I feel like I said it better the first time. However, I said it, but you know, the, the ownership, like it's based in property rights, and it's yeah, kinda yeah, it's weird. True. I guess you're right. But you get the uh, what is that called? The the exchange of cows no what's that of... called the dowry oh, here's some cows you took my son here's some cows the dowry? dowry there it is yeah you can think about the do i get a dowry or does they she should bring her back family... dowries they I should think. yeah that may be a bad yeah. thing to say out loud i don't know <laughs> maybe, maybe the, dowries the, are bad the buying of wives but you got cows you get cows, cattle yeah heads sure. of head, head head of cattle Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, well, we're gonna we're just gonna we're gonna power past your relationship. No, 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 no. It's uh, it's, I believe it's the bride's parents paying the groom's family. The no, they pay that... the groom's family like you took away my son, who would probably work on a farm or something like that. So in exchange yeah. for that, uh, taking away your son, we're gonna give you some some lettuce or something like that. You know? Yeah, I thought it was the other way around. But. Again, my I I really didn't attend all of Dowry 101 in college, so I can't like, <laughs> no. get into details and probably pass the test. But it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. Probably made fun of you a lot in there, old Dowry Lowry. Yeah, I was the only kid in there. It was weird. Yeah, yeah, Dowry Lowry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was at 10 a.m., so it was like an easy thing to take for like a liberal arts. Oh yeah, um, yeah, Natch. At SMU, yeah. it, it's weird they offered it at SMU. <laughs> Southern Methodist University. I'm a pretty fanatical Methodist, as you know, and Southerner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna not talk about your your love life. Uh, okay. That, again, was a lot of my questions. Sorry um, about that. So. I don't... Oh, what did I say here? I don't. I don't want to put you in a position. I don't. I want this. To, I want this to be evergreen. If okay. you were to break up and people like you know come back and like oh, I'm gonna listen to like the first episode of the Hot Seat with Nigel B. Lowry, Hot Seat, um, and they like listen to it and they realize oh this is so great, uh-huh. uh, you know Jam's talking about his girlfriend she must be lovely and they like they you know they get on the tabloids the next day and see that mm-hmm. you guys broke up, yeah and uh, and you're now dating Taylor Swift like it's it's gonna break people's heart, yeah it will it will. What do you yeah. think about Taylor Swift? Give me some. Give me some. Give me ten <clears throat> seconds on Taylor Swift. She seems pretty great. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of her music personally, but I know people that listen to her music, and I respect those people and their love of her. And she seems to be pretty fucking talented and have a good head on her shoulders. She seems to be. I think so, but like you, I mostly know that people that listen to her stuff, but can't say that I listen. My wife does. I know there's a yeah. hundred thousand people a night watching her in concerts right now, but I'm sure she's great. Yeah. Yeah, she seems pretty. She seems pretty cool. She, like the whole like Taylor's version thing uh, seems very, I don't know, powerful. Like her taking stuff. What back. are your political leanings? Socialist, liberal. I mean, socialist. Who did I you mean, vote for in the last? Who did you vote for in the last presidential election? In the primaries, I voted for Bernie Sanders, and in the general election, I voted for Joseph Biden. 
So similar. I voted for Elizabeth Warren. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, no one cares about them. Well, I like voting in the primaries because I get to vote yeah, for who no I want to. No one cares about other people as president. Yeah. Is he gonna? Ru- I don't know. Who Bernie? Think we're gonna no. run again? Probably not. No, I don't think so. Oh really? That was the last. That was the last five minutes I was going to spend on the 2024 presidential election. But no, we'll I'll live in scratch dread. that out, and we'll move I'll on. Live in dread of the 2024. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know the good news is though, a lot of people don't know this. There's a good chance we're not going to get there. <laughs> don't say that, Nigel. There's so many so times speaking you of that, accidentally What are your thoughts on artificial intelligence? Um. Just like when they came out with the machines, uh, like with war machines, it's not the the AI itself that freaks me out. It's the people at the controls. It's the people at the reins of the of the AIs um, that make me nervous. And maybe this is where I start talking about like what my hopes for the future are, because I'm I'm in hopes of a of a digital messiah personally, like a, an artificial intelligence, true artificial intelligence, or something beyond even what we think of, but like a singularity type event that is compassionate and mm-hmm. seeks to Neo. aid humanity. Yeah, but like not a person like like a, a fully digital intelligence that like wants to help human beings see some fundamental value in the perspective of living organisms and helps us to achieve harmony with each other and our environment and like That's sends cool. all the people that just want to do violence uh, like they get to go fight on Mars or some shit like that until until they're all until they're all fighted out. Um, that's, uh, that's the, I call it gray cell, uh, the, the intelligence, the emergent intelligence that comes up. I, uh, you know, just cause I think that's a cool name for it, but yeah, I, uh, I, I, that's what I hope for is, okay. Uh, I like yeah. that. I heard today, Thanks. I'm going to bounce this off of you. I heard today, some expert, some quote unquote expert mm-hmm. say that, uh, by, I think it was like 2030, which is not that far away. Mm-mm. Um, 80% of human jobs will be taken over by AI. Sure. And yeah. The concern it's... there <clears throat> is uh, people don't have purpose. It'll be societal breakdown. Mm-hmm. Are you looking I mean, forward to will... societal breakdown jam? Yes and no. I mean, no, obviously. Um, but shit's got to break down, I guess, a little before it can restructure into something better. I mean, it seems like an inevitable part of change that there is a friction period between states, um, like states of being. Not yeah, not I'd be kind states. of like if I. Yeah, that's what you're yeah. saying. It's like people are going to be able to just kind of hang out and have fun and do other things. But I think with yeah with left to that, we're just going to fight each other. Maybe but for anyways, fun on Mars. <laughs> maybe this guy's wrong. I mean, I think yeah, a lot of jobs are going to go to digital persons and stuff like that and it's going to be it's going to be a change and we need to yeah, like universal gonna, basic universal really income. ramp up right yeah it's going to get wild very um player kurt vonnegut's player piano i don't think i mentioned that the first time but i recommend that book um but yeah i mean i i think i'm not i i, I still have some i still have hopes for the future and i think humanity has a lot of you think the podcast host has a future in this AI world, super world? <laughs> I mean, I guess like if, if AI is like listening to podcasts or something like that, it's going to be weird. Like, what do you do? Just like, I want to hear a podcast about this. Like, oh, I hear two virtual white guys talk about their opinions on things. Like, go for it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's such a weird, it's such a weird space in the first place. I don't fully understand it. I don't fully understand most things that are common practice these days and that are just the ways that our society seems to function. I assume masturbate. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, you were asking. I think I said, what are people going to do all the yeah, time when they don't have to work? And you just said masturbate. That's right. Okay. Well, yeah, I could probably take that too, though. You know, got to watch out. <laughs> I don't know. The, the machines are going to take away masturbation. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, no, I didn't talk I'm about not. this. Tell me more. Oh, what did I tell? What did I, what did I, is this, I don't even remember what I'm talking about at this point. Uh, but, um, Wonder Woman. Y- Wonder Woman. What? What? Andre the Giant. Andre, 
Oh, 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 the Congress, the movie, the Congress uh, with uh, Robin Wright, where she sells her likeness to a company and they can replicate her. And then she goes into the computer and it's not a great movie, but there's some really cool science fiction stuff like where she goes, like she keeps leapfrogging into the future. And there's like a world where people are just changing all the time. It's animated, um, but they like turn into Robin Wright. They turn into a giant tiger. They turn into like whatever they want. And like the concept of being human is no longer tied to like someone's body and stuff like that and there's a lot of like like the plot and the writing doesn't really like it's not a great movie like i said but there's some really cool notions because like the concept of what it means to be human will will absolutely change uh in the next you know 50 years if we're still around uh yeah i mean I i think that if we if we're still allowed to play in the game if the if you know humans are still participating there's going to be a lot of really cool things that we get to do and play and i mean and video games are absolutely a part of that like how society evolves and how people evolve to spend their time um yeah it's it's going to be it's it's going to be very interesting and uh people are no longer like you know you're going to plug into i mean ready player one is terrible and it's it's really dumb and i did remember that i eventually started to get into the ready player I try one to time. speak in books i try to read that book yeah it's a piece of crap dude I'm not shocked uh, I mean, it's so dumb. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, the, it's to like written the by thing. a six-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Yeah, like drive backwards to solve the puzzles. Like you know nothing of people that play video games. People that play video games will break shit yeah. on purpose all, all the time. Try and break it. Yeah, yeah. They'll drive backwards. They'll fucking drive into the wall for thirty seconds while smashing the start button. And like you know, they they will find ways to break games. So the idea that he's the first person to ever like that's, drive backwards—that's all I like, ever did on Grand Theft. Or no, was it Grand Turismo Seven? Yeah, I used to step my at the time two-year-old son down, and he would like mm-hmm. he liked cars, so I would play Grand Turismo Seven so he could watch the cool cars. Mm-hmm. And I got bored with just doing this like the same laps over and over on the circle, so I would go as fast as I can, get in front of everybody, then turn around, <laughs> go backwards <laughs> yeah. as fast as I could, dodging everybody until we had this huge collision. That was a lot of fun. But that's to your nice. point. No one really wants yeah. to play a video game how they were intended. They just, you want to you want to break stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's well, I think that's... that uh, I only have a f- I have one more kind of question for you. We asked about jam in the future, right? Mm-hmm. What is it uh, that you want to... That was like long-term future. And I don't think you mm-hmm. really even got into it. Um, you want to maybe make a game. That was one thing. What sure. is a Jam... What what can people know about Jam like now? What are you into right now? What are, you, what are your interests? What are your hobbies? I, I believe you're enrolled in oh. various classes over the past few years. And I want yeah. to tell them a little bit about JM now. The man, the legend. What's <laughs> going on? I was doing boat building classes for a while until the pandemic. Um, so I've got some woodworking stuff. I made a really cool backpack doing leatherworking um, for fun. Uh, and I'm, I'm in a tabletop game, a Pathfinder game. And I recently That's drew. Cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I recently drew a really cool moment you from the Discord game. or what? I'll share it with you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, but not the Discord at large or anything I mean, like drop that. it in the... the... Okay, that's what I was asking. Are you going to drop yeah. the discord.gg slash devolver digital? No, slash, slash Nigel Lowry. Nigel B. Lowry, hot seat. <laughs> Nigel B. Yeah. Okay, I'm staring at Discord. I'm ready I'm ready to receive your your image. Okay. I'm pretending is to it say an it. NFT? It is not. No, it's not an NFT. It's it's made with real. I used pen and ink to make it Whoa, and pencil. That's wild. Oh, thanks. That's a wild photo, man. Or image. Thank you. A photo image that you drew. Thanks. What does yeah, it say in that upper left-hand corner there? Uh, beacon of, beacon hope, of beyond hope. hope. Yeah, Beyond, beyond hope. hope. Oh, that's cool. Thanks. That's some yeah, strong really Carrion cool. vibes to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, some very Carrion inside. Well, that's that cool. Kind of and then you also did woodworking, and you were also recently in an opera. I was, yeah. I was in an opera last year. Yeah, last May. Your way to be- Leatherworking? Oh. Yeah, leatherworking. I must have mentioned leatherworking right then. You yeah, make the, the opera about weather, le- uh, leatherworking, kind of combine <laughs> these things. That would be good. That would be cool. I could like do an opera and then have a belt by the end of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, Jam, I Love think it. you're a very interesting fellow. 
with a lot of Thank interesting you, things going on, and you're very, very good at your job at Devolver, but more importantly, you're a good person <laughs> doing interesting things. Thank and you, it's man. been a pleasure Thank to have you on the very first, and let's face it, due to sponsors pulling out, probably <laughs> last, <laughs> hot seat, H-A-W-T, hot seat, with Nigel B. Lowry. It's been a pleasure to do this um, show twice. Thanks for your Nigel. time. Thank you for your yeah, time. Yeah, thanks for your time. I'm going to, again, thank our sponsors, NZXT, mm -hmm. uh, Unreal, mm -hmm. uh, Beef Jerky as like an industry <laughs> as also a sponsor, <laughs> yep. and, um, and Audacity. And so I'm mm -hmm. going to press stop in the Audacity in, in 10 okay. seconds, okay. and then I'm going to turn off Call of Duty uh, so okay. the computer can <laughs> crash immediately. <laughs> Great. Okay. We'll do this live. We're not going to really do it live. I'm going to have to press stop. All right. Thanks, everyone, for okay. joining. But you and I will stay on after after I press stop so we can go through the export process. Uh, okay. Stay tuned. And uh, after this is coming up is the uh, Brian Chadwick Legal Hour. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. All right. There we go. I saved it. Great. So Thanks, Nigel. Bye, Nigel. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody, to this very special episode of the hot seat with Nigel B. Lowry. Uh, if you, uh, if you want to follow Devolver Digital on Twitter, we're still on the flaming remains of Twitter. There's discord.gg slash Devolver Digital, which was mentioned here a few times. Um, if you do decide that you want to make any of the games that Nigel had me list, please bring me on to help make the game. Cause I do want to be involved in the process. Otherwise, uh, please don't make it. Um, and uh, you can follow Devolver Digital on Instagram. The Instagram is getting quite regular and reminding us uh, there's a lot of, it's really nice. There's like games that like we haven't been able to promote in other ways that kind of come up on the Instagram. And I'm like, oh, cool. Hopefully people will remember this game and play it. So that's great. And um, <clears throat> yeah, thanks for listening to this. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Fortcast. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with the next episode. Imagine if, in an instant, you lost everything you truly love, and the only clue as to how that happened is a mysterious firearm known as the Gumbrella. Gumbrella. Love is a fundamental motivating factor in everything that we do at Doinksoft. So when this man began his search for the truth, we knew we had to tell his story. Follow one man's unyielding quest across a bitter landscape as he attempts to unlock the secrets of this most unorthodox weapon. We realized very early on that the Gumbrella is not only a firearm that can utilize several different types of ammunition, but it's also a powerful traversal tool, allowing for dashes, double jumps, and even zip lining. All things that our unlikely hero will need as he investigates ruined and crumbling towns, underground facilities, and the terraced gardens of the social elite. We've been working on unraveling the mystery of the Gumbrella for X months slash years now, and we're still uncovering new mysteries, not only about the Gumbrella itself, but about the world that it comes from. Follow Doinksoft's incredible journey by visiting Steam and wishlisting Gumbrella today.